episode 26, Babble All The Way! Ho 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 ho! the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even the spouse. The babblers sat in the studio right there, in hopes that the podcast would soon air. The printers were quiet, all snug on their bench. Their work was all finished, no prints on their beds. And joined by a guest who sat in a chair, he brought his opinions, came not just to stare. When the podcast began, we sat down to babble, and into the microphone, we all just prattle. Into the podcast, we go in a flash, but first, through this poem, we must blast. The worst poem written and spoken on air, Babblehead's podcast is sure to be there. Poetic Ending. Impromptu Christmas episode. Oh yeah, we are here. It is us in the workshop, Corey and Bryson, and special guest, avid, active listener of the podcast, my brother, Ryan. Welcome. Hey, thanks guys. (laughs) He's here, first ever podcast, first ever hearing his own voice through headphones. Weird. It is weird. Very weird. But you'll get used to it. Now, I noticed that you broke out in laughter when we were trying to do the silence portion of the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Your brother has that way. I, I just do? just ruin everything. It's, I do. I'm really good at ruining things. If any of us are together, it's if we go to a concert, me and my father look at each other, same thing. Mm-hmm. Lose it. Yep. Gone. It just takes a look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget I'm getting uh, ganged up by the Howl Brothers right now. So. You're getting gang- <laughs> I'm ganged. getting ganged up on... <laughs> Take that where you will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas. Christmas. It's uh, that time of year. Best time of year. It's the it's the most unhumblest of seasons. And this is your first year being married for Christmas. It is. It but, is. But not your first Christmas buying stuff for kids. Yeah, no. that too. How was that? How was the shopping experience this year? Um, it was it was good. I mean, it was all obviously online. So yeah. that was <laughs> makes it easy, right? So much easier. I um I didn't even bother going to the store like at all this year. No, I, yeah. we we hit up Walmart for like stocking stuffer type crap, like literally crap, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff that you buy to shove into a sock, and that was it. Everything else was bought online because yep. there's just no reason to shop at the store anymore. Yeah, I saw a thing on Facebook that goes December twenty second. Only two more days until men start shopping for Christmas. <laughs> and that used to be me. I was at the mall on Christmas Eve many times. And let me tell you, it gets old real quick. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm not a big fan of the mall any day of the year, mm-hmm. let alone freaking Christmas Eve. Forget about Christmas Eve and forget about Black Friday. Yeah. No yeah. Way. I don't understand why that's a thing anymore. Like, I don't. Maybe people just do it. It's like a, like a sport. It's a tradition. Some people don't Ugh. mind being surrounded by Blech. tons of people. Yucky. Yeah. I don't know. So is all your Christmas shopping done? Uh, Shopping, yes. But you don't have all your gifts yet. <laughs> I don't have all my gifts yet. What about you, Ryan? We're good to go. Oh, look at that. I am picking up the last of the gifts from you right now. <laughs> and that's the end of it. Nice. So. But one good uh, silver lining to the whole Christmas cloud for me is that all of the orders are done. Yeah. So as you'll hear in the background, there is not a 3D printer running in st- nowhere in earshot. Yeah. And that's because I finished everything. 
We finished everything. I finished everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ryan, uh, you work anymore this week or are you off? I go back to work on Thursday. Oh, fun. So the day after Christmas. Yep. Wow, and nice. Hopefully, hopefully Thursday and Friday. Well, got to bring that money. If the if the wheels aren't turning, you're not making you're any not money. making any money. Ah, I see. Unlike us, we're slobby slacker <laughs> desk jockeys, yeah. and all we do is sit on our bums. Hey, that's what I do. Except my office moves. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you can sleep in yours. Yes. If I sleep in mine, I get weird looks. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that desk they have now, where it has a bed underneath the work? I surface? did see that. So yes. you can sleep in your desk. <laughs> I'm like, I could use that some days. I just, I think I would feel weird that people are watching me. I'd probably sleep in the back of my car at work on break (laughs) before I'm sleeping in my actual office. There actually is a guy that I work with who every single day at break, actually, it's really lunch. Every single lunch, he goes out to his car, which is a minivan. Mm -hmm. And he has no seats in the back of his minivan. I'm assuming he does whatever in the back of his minivan, but it has no seats. So every day he comes out and he sits in the passenger seat of his minivan. He eats his sandwich, minivan running obviously during the winter, and then he gets out, opens the back door, gets in the back, lays down. I I, I and, don't hate that. And nope. during the summer, during the winter it's closed up, but during the summer he actually opens both sliding doors on both sides of the minivan and just chills out and takes a nap in the open air. That's so I don't know about the passenger doors. I definitely open like park. no, no, no. The, the sliders. Yeah, I know, I know. But like, I definitely park where the back tailgate is facing like some scenic view and well, the, do that. But the sides, people are just looking at you at that point. They're, yes, for sure. I was looking at him. I was sitting in my car eating Burger King, judging him. But then I would be in the back of that van snoring like crazy. Oh yeah, just like a truck. And everybody would be staring at me because I'm snoring like a log truck. Hey, you can't do that because you won't wake up for your alarm. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy at work. He uh, sleeps on lunch after he eats his lunch, but he just sits in a chair at his workstation. Then he puts his feet up on his workstation, and he can just pass out wow. just like that. That's I'm a like, man who wow. sleeps too sleeps far too little at yeah. home. Well, see, I, I didn't realize that he actually slept. I thought he was just kind of sitting there, like, Relaxing. closing his eyes. Until one time, I scared the shit out of him. Because <laughs> I went, and I go, Wally. And he doesn't say anything. And I go, Wally. And he jumps and almost <laughs> falls out the chair. And I'm like, you were really sleeping. And he goes, yeah. And he said a lot more uh, choice words than just, yeah. So, <laughs> it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, it is indeed. So, what are your plans for Christmas? Do you have anything cool that you do that's unusual or different from everyone else? Nah. uh, We only have one Christmas tradition, which is cutting down a live tree with a saw. A handsaw. Yeah. That's our only true Christmas tradition. I mean, we meet on Christmas Day for my mom's side of the family, but I don't really consider that a tradition. More just obligation. So, you've picked on me on numerous occasions for Mm -hmm. not having a live tree. Yes. But we also have that tradition. So, every year we go and cut down a Christmas tree. This year we cut down two because Ryan and Tony got a live tree for their house this year. Mm -hmm. Um, So, we also do the tree cutting down. We all get together. There's like 11 of us now. Is it 10 or 11? 11. 11 of us. We all get together at the Christmas tree farm and we go and we cut it down also with a handsaw. Yeah, but that doesn't mean... 
anything, you still don't have a live tree, so no one cares. <laughs> Ryan, on one hand, I do. he's all Christmased up, but you, you're just a poser. You know what I'm going to do next year? Hmm. I'm going to get the sickest, the sickest artificial tree in the world. Like, with, like, fiber optics and disco. It's Damn gonna, thing's going to have strobe lights in it. They have the red, white, and blue ones. It's going to say, oh, Christmas tree, as soon as you turn it on every time. It's going to be glorious. Still doesn't matter. You're just a poser. And it's going to literally have a, it's going to have a flamethrower that if any live tree goes near, it just <laughs> burns it to the ground. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bring it over to your Christmas. house. It's going to be the, it's going to be the terminator of Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, hey, Alexa, send my Christmas tree to kill Corey's Christmas tree. And it's going to go, beep, 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 beep. He oh, really went Christmas tree. He did. It happens. It's that's what happens when you're jealous of awesome real Christmas trees and you're just stuck with pitiful fake Christmas. My to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> my Christmas trees beats crap. Yes. <laughs> as far as artificial Christmas trees go, I couldn't have done much worse. Although I did watch a couple videos online of people who had bought their Christmas trees at Dollar General. That was a mistake. Did they burn the house down? No, no, nothing like that. But they're one-sided Christmas trees. <laughs> they only have enough branches to fill out one half, so it's not even a full tree. It's well, it's just, good if you're short on space. Up yeah, you push wall. it up against a wall. That's perfect. Yeah, but these people weren't expecting that. They, right. So one person I saw the video where they had spread the branches out into a full tree, and <laughs> it looks straight Charlie Brown. <laughs> it, it adds to the charm. That's more of a Christmas tree than yours. Ow. Ow. So, Ryan, My Christmas. It hurts. Do you have any new Christmas uh, traditions now that you're a married man? Oh, we got to now. I mean, I don't think really any new traditions, I don't think. Do you put out the cookies for Santa? We do not put out the cookies for Santa anymore. I know. I know. Man. Oh, boy. No, can't throw any spoilers there. No, no spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler We're not going to spoil or anything. No. Um, so you created a new tr- Christmas tradition for me with your new family that I don't like. What did I do? The whole Christmas pajamas thing. That was a tradition that was sprung on to me uh, as I know, well. I know. And now my the WAF expects me. To wear Christmas pajamas. In public? No, no. But just in general. Like, when I leave my house, I'm in, like, pants. Like, real pants. No, what I mean is, like, you're going to leave your house. They yes. want it's up at mom and dad's. Um, yeah, so Christmas Christmas, Christmas for us looks like this. At least for yeah. what we do. Christmas Eve, we drive to Schenectady. And we have our Christmas with our family out that way. Mm-hmm. And Christmas Day... Uh, Ryan and I both go to, with our families to my parents' house first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. So you, we do our Christmas at our houses right. really we, early, you know, like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. You know, 9, 10 o'clock, we get to mom and dad's. and We have breakfast, which is always our... <laughs> you've met us. Our family yes. breakfast is all the bacon that they have. Yeah. Thick and sloppy bacon. Yes. <laughs> Stores are sold out of bacon months beforehand because um, of the halls. Yes. We actually go to Kelly's and we walk in the door and say, yes, we would like all the bacon you have. <laughs> all of the buckboard bacon. Yeah. So have you ever had the buckboard bacon from no. Kelly's? So it's basically quarter inch thick bacon. It's ham. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it is freaking good. That's a good way to put it. It's, it's fried ham. It's, it's, it's like Americanized Canadian bacon. Well, that's yeah. like Bryson sends me a message yesterday because I didn't know if I was sick or what, and it turned out to be nothing. But he goes, man, I just bought a ham, too. And I'm like... I have a bunch left over. <laughs> I like, really, truly bought a ham thinking you were going to be coming over, <laughs> but and I was going to I don't like ham. ham. Oh. We've had this discussion. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, whoopsie daisy. I'm like, how does that factor in at all? Well, thanks, I guess. To be fair, you, no, you're trying to. No, hard. come on. I just wanted to say it one more time. No, you're pushing it too hard. All right, fine. To be fair, the the ham was on sale. Okay. Well, but, okay, going back to what yeah, I was saying. I was going to say the pajama thing, guys like us should not be out in public in pajamas. No, because we look like slobby, sloppy nasties. Yeah, and it's yeah. just. Nobody wants to see that. No. Um, and so we didn't used to do that. But so we get together at my parents at like 10. And at that point in time, I'm expected to still now be in my pajamas. And I don't feel comfortable being in my pajamas at 10 o'clock. No. And this year, I don't even know if I have Christmas pajamas. Oh, lucky you. I'm not we aware. Bought, I'm not aware, though. Yeah, we, we bought I may be surprised. While Tony gives me a gift of Christmas pajamas, and I'll be yeah, very Christmas happy. Eve, I have a the only present that I have under the Christmas tree for myself is Christmas pajamas. <laughs> I might the, have an awesome workaround for you guys. You have to go buy huge, nice like uh, robes, like Christmas robes. If it's or make it like a smoking jacket. I was just gonna say maybe like a velvet smoking jacket. Yeah. Like me, I'd be a hundred percent game. For awesome onesies. Oh, like the manzies? Big footy pajamas. Yeah. I'm game for that 100%. With the butt flap. Yes. You gots to have a butt flap, buddy. Yeah, I would do that. Because I think you could get get away with that. They have the under, um, the like onesies like that the are long the... John, yeah, right? long johns that are onesies. Those I would, would buy, be awesome. I would, I would buy onesies that look, like, that look like you're wearing like jeans and a t-shirt. No. <laughs> but if you did show up with the... Uh, Long John under thing. I guarantee you after one year, they'd be like, okay, you don't have to wear pajamas at Christmas anymore. You scared the children. We had to take them to council. I'm going to wear spandex pajamas no, this I year. I want a huge footy onesie with a hood. When you can just see the member outline in my spandex pajamas. No, just get all the Under Armour. Yeah. Just head to toe black. Just with the balaclava and everything. Yep. All you see is my eyes and my bulge. The, the what now? Huh? Balaclava? Balaclava. That's not what it's called. Yes, it's called a balaclava. Baklava? That's not what you no, said. Baklava is a dessert. Yeah. A balaclava is a thing that covers yeah, but everything that's not but what your you eyes. Said first. Ski mask. It's on the recording. The oh, listeners okay. will know <laughs> yes, that I was right and you were wrong. Ryan will know. Ski mask is different too. Because a balaclava, ski mask has the hole for the mouth. Balaclava doesn't. Well, it depends on what kind of ski mask you have. Well, then you call it ski mask. Good for you. I'm fancy. I call it a balaclava. Kind of like mom and dad were making fun of me for calling a board of fancy meats and cheeses a charcuterie board. Uh-huh. Because that's what it's called, you know, by fancy people. And my and dad's like, ho, 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 that's just called a meat and cheese platter. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it is a meat and cheese platter, for but it's peasants. called a charcuterie board. <laughs> Yes, if if you, <laughs> I've never heard that. So if you have hay pennies, it's meat and cheese platter, okay. But if you, uh, but if you have gold, <laughs> I don't. No, that no, makes no. I don't us. think any of us here do. 
Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I, I think I could be down with the onesie. But the trick is finding one that's actually going to fit that doesn't cost a million dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because you, you want a like legit a, I mean, one. You don't want to go honest. buy a cheap one and it's like as thin as a t-shirt. Right. <laughs> we are all in the category where you have to pay extra for your t-shirts because they require extra material. Well, yeah. and that's the thing with like well, those onesies. You don't want it. You want to be comfortable. Yeah. So for yeah. me, I'd go out and I'd buy a 6X onesie. Yeah, so it's it got yeah, a little it bit dangle off of it. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about getting up and hearing a rip. And then when you wash it, it's not Shrinking, a scuba yeah. suit. It's now yeah. a 3X after you've yeah. washed right. it. And yeah, I, I can only imagine getting up and the buttons go pop, pop, pop. Brah. Oh, God. Your <laughs> butt flap buttons let go. <laughs> and you just fruit basket for the rest of the day. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that would be pretty horrible. That would make a memorable Christmas. I think something's gone wrong, boys. <laughs> Again, another There's way... breeze between my knees. <laughs> and Again, it's not good. Another way to guarantee that you won't have to wear pajamas the next year. You go get a set of those fake nuts. You know, the ones that yeah. are realistic that you can hang out like they did in The Jackass. grandpa nuts. Yeah, and just put those in and then just walk around purposely on Christmas with the butt flap down. And those things flapped out under it and just... And see if anybody says anything. Yeah. Knowing your family, they would definitely oh, say something. Oh, they would say something. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no doubt about it. It wouldn't get ignored for more than a quarter second. No. Yeah. Um, Speaking of balls being out, that just reminded me <laughs> of what last time when I was at mom and dad's working on stuff, I had worn a pair of older jeans and um, I, I was out in the garage working, you know, I was doing a couple oil changes, I think. And, uh, you know, dad's in the garage. We're working on stuff together. Well, when I say work on stuff together, he's hanging out and handing me wrenches and um, I'm, I'm doing stuff and I go to sit up and I get up off the ground and I just hear whoosh. And it was a good noise. I was like, holy moly, that's a big noise. And I looked down. There's been a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't a warm evening either, so I immediately felt cool. You know, I mean, like my whole core became cooler. And I, I looked down, and I'm not kidding. The rip went from directly from my left testicle to the bottom of my knee on the right-hand side. <laughs> So it was com- a complete blowout. And then I looked down, and my underwear were also blown out. <laughs> like That was like my first so, day at Hardens. <laughs> the whole thing was out. And I was like, oh, geez. So I quickly took my hoodie that I had on off, wrapped it around myself, and I went, hey, Dad, I got to go inside for a minute. And he's like, why? And I'm like... He's like, was your your pants ripped? No big deal. And I'm like, yeah, my pants ripped, but so did my boxers. So my balls are out. And he about passed out laughing. <laughs> so I went inside, stole a pair of his underwear, and kept working. So back to Christmas. Christmas. I think I might get some new boxers for Christmas, guys. Wow. We probably all will. Yay. Yeah. We've become adults. Socks yeah. and underwear, best Christmas ever. I, I'm pretty sure that is what I'm getting for Christmas. I don't think I'm getting anything else. I don't want anything else. I got uh, uh, lifetime oil changes on my car. You so that was uh, that was That's pretty much the majority pretty awesome. of the gift. Good. So yeah, I just pull in. They do it. I make sure I go on a Saturday. They give me free food. It's yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Carbone Subaru really? catered every Saturday. Yeah, yeah. 
So I just go in because I, when I bought my car, the day I bought my car, we go in to look at it. And they're like, oh, lunch should be here soon. And I'm like, oh, you ordered your lunch? We don't mean to keep you. And they're like, no, no. Uh, anyone who's in the place on Saturday at this time gets lunch. Customers, workers, anybody. So I'm like, For the record, okay. every single person here owns at least one Subaru. Mm-hmm. Do they uh, do oil changes on a Chevy Traverse? <laughs> I think they would Saturdays. do oil changes on anything. Well, that's awesome. I can't <laughs> imagine they'd turn business away. Oh, you don't have a Subaru? I'm sorry. They might if they see how hard it is to do the oil change on a Chevy Traverse. The Traverse, I don't think it was bad. The Escape that was, was horrible. terrible. The Escape was terrible. That was the that was the first time in a long time that you called me up and asked for assistance. Normally, yeah. you don't. Well, uh, it, was you pretty close to, it was pretty close to burning the car to the ground. <laughs> and it was a lease. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was ready to torch that out. For the record, Subaru has their oil change game on par now. Like, it is amazing. Because both of my Subarus now, the new engines, have the oil filter directly on top. Yes. So you go underneath, you undo the oil drain plug, the oil comes out the bottom, you go up to the top, and the oil filter is right here. And you just go... Transmission. Well, normally, <laughs> normally, Corey, oil filters are like up underneath the engine to the side or something, kind of hard to get to. You got to get your hand up in there. These are literally the right on top of the engine. Nice. Some of the Malibus were like that too back a while ago. Yeah, early two thousand, right in there. As far as I know, all new Subaru engines all have that feature where the oil changes up on top, which makes me even less likely to pay someone to do it. Yeah, mine does not have that. No, yours is a prime example of hard to get to. But mine's at the shop right now. Yeah. What, how long is that going to be before you get a new um, soup, a brand new soup, brand new old Subaru for Christmas? Well, I told my mechanic I don't want any bad news till after the holidays. <laughs> so I'm not going to even know what it needs until after the new year. That's probably smart. Yeah, because I don't want to be depressed. Then your new year's resolution will be to sell your Subaru. <laughs> it probably will be to sell the Subaru for a little... Well, a little bit of money. <laughs> well, once you get the bill, you'll probably be like, oh, I can't even sell this to somebody. Well, as long as I can make enough to pay off my truck loan, it's a wash. Yeah. And it'll, it'll hurt selling up for that. Bad. But. Is hmm. this the, the STI? Yeah. That's so, the one that was at your parents' house? That, or that's yeah, no. the one that mm-hmm. I was considering giving him money for at one point. I, I'm sorry, but I convinced him not to do that. Because he's like, I need a daily. Anyway. He's like, I need a daily driver car and all this. He's like, this would be perfect. And we went over to your parents' house to look at it. I'm like, Bryson, you don't want this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I do want. I still want it. You still but not want, as a yeah, daily. But that's the thing. It's like this is not a daily driver. It was car. a. It was a good daily for me for like seven years. Yeah. But it where it's at the point now where it takes so much money. Yeah. It to needs, maintain the car, it basically needs to be rebuilt. It does. It, it needs a motor. It needs probably a fresh rebuild on the motor, and that's you're looking at ten grand. Yeah. So that's what I, I'm like. Uh, ten grand if you if you. Pay that's something. a built motor. Yeah. That's and that's if you because you don't. That, that would be Corey doing it too, not you, Corey, but your our, your mechanic doing it would be ten twelve probably. Ten grand was parts for really? the build that I oh, wanted to do. That was oh, that's six hundred horse. Okay, yeah, that's a little bit. That's doubling the horsepower, so that's a little yes. bit. That's a little bit extra. All right. Well, yes. Yes. So if you wanted to rebuild it, mostly stock, maybe upgrade the internal slightly, and five, keep six. most keep most everything, it would be about five grand. Five, six grand. Yeah. Stop playing with your watch. He's got to make all these stupid sounds during the podcast. Mm-hmm. Can you believe he's married? 
feel Says bad the only the single guy in the room. I know. Feels bad, man. Does. F in the chat. Yep. Uh, do you see that meme where it goes, it's a woman pointing, it goes to a sign, it says, next year, you're going to find a girlfriend. And it's always, well, it turns out that was a lie because it keeps rolling around every year. And people are like, well, turns out that's a lie. That's pretty much my life. Oh, nonsense. You know what you need? What? You need to go on a carnivore diet. Here we go. Uh, yeah, that's that was a gr- see. He's great at just the blunt, like shoving his fists through whatever topic we're talking about. My segues, my segues are exactly equal to fisting. <laughs> wow! Here we go. <laughs> now it's a party. Oh, boy. Speaking of diets, yeah. So you were the one that messaged us. I, I didn't was, even think about you. Man, yeah, you guys. As soon as the episode dropped, I was on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was on Wellesley Island just getting ready to cross into Canada when you guys said, text in to the Bobbleheads podcast. And I'm like, bloop, bloop, pause podcast. Yep, yep, send it in. Do the diets. Have fun, boys. Uh, I mean, literally, because I think I got the message at like 9 o'clock in the morning on Monday. Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty much I uploaded it. And then you got to that point in the episode. It was like 40 minutes after it was uploaded. And sent it. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> immediate. Wow. And Bryson's like, this is Bryson's message. <sighs> I got a message. And I'm like, and? And he goes, looks like we're doing the diets. <laughs> and we have now officially laid out some pretty serious ground rules. Yeah. We could talk about those a little bit. Ryan knows all about diets, so he'll be interested. Yeah. So basically, for my side, I'm going to include eggs. But I'm going to wean off of them with the last week being strictly vegan. vegan. Yep. So like We've, Ryan and I plant. talked about this off podcast. Yeah. Little, so. so that's going to be rough. So we are going to do eggs for the vegetarian. Yeah. Eggs for the end. But I was no, thinking. But no, no fish. fish. At first I thought fish was included in vegetarian. That's pescatarian. But that's pescatarian. But fish is pescatarian. But eggs are included in a lot of vegetarian. Dairy in general. Yeah. Is. So they, it's kind of a. A uh, a gray area. So, like I said, I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm thinking five days for the first week, then four, then three, and then Five nine. eggs? Yeah, like five meals. With egg in with it. With egg in it. Then four, then three, then... So, Tops has a sale on uh, ribeye and strip steak this week. Yeah. I'm buying some. Okay. And when I say some, I mean 20 probably. Yeah. But what's nice with the vegetarian is at least I can use sauces and stuff. But we both made the agreement that we're not going to be like... Because I could be like, hey, I'm going to be vegetarian and have pizza every day. Right. So I'm, yeah. we're, it's, the goal is still to eat a little healthier. Better. Right. Have so, the vegetables in there. Yeah. Well, not me. Not well, for yeah. For my whole <laughs> thing with going vegetarian, if you listen to the podcast, what you did, was it's not... I don't have any illusions that I'm going to be vegetarian forever. Right. It's more... I'm learning how to like vegetables again. Because I like vegetables. So how, it's going to be... Right. How is it that Dan always streams during our podcast? Oh, yeah, because he... Is it telepathy? Maybe. He said that because of the holidays he's streaming today and probably, I think, maybe tomorrow. Nice. But... Not to change the subject. Back to the diet. Yeah. So... So, but yeah, so I'm still... I think what we should do is on our Facebook, we need to have, like, typed up plans oh, for boy. the diet. Right. And we'll have, and we'll release that so people can look at it. So, and we're doing daily check-ins. Corey is laying down the rules for the vegetarian section. Yeah, the basic guideline is that for the first three weeks you'll be vegetarian, and for the last yeah. week of that month you will be vegan. Yeah, 
Whereas I will be starting out as carnivore. And the first three weeks of the carnivore diet, I'll be allowed to eat any meat I like, which would be uh, beef, lamb, veal, whatever, pork, fish, shellfish, Chickens, yeah. whatever. Yeah. If poultry. it comes from the body of an animal. Exactly. And but that includes, it can't be milk. That includes hard cheeses only. So like quadruple X, sharp cheddar, okay. brie, uh, not brie, uh, like blue cheese, like crumbly cheese, okay. like hard cheeses. Cheeses that you can leave at room temperature. Okay. Um and um no milk no milk no oh. milk and no no soft cheeses so no cheddar no mozzarella no american yeah. um and which means when i do it i'm just not gonna have cheese <laughs> the right. hardest thing about uh carnivore for me i think is gonna be no seasonings the yeah. only allowed seasoning is salt yeah no Which, pepper either no pepper wow. salt only because yeah. black pepper comes from plants right. yeah so it will be all the meats and uh, salt. And I for the first three weeks, uh, it's what's called level one carnivore. And I'll be allowed uh, coffee and not no tea, but, but coffee and water. Um, and then moving forward into the last week, which is going to be level three carnivore, <clears throat> that will be beef and water. Yep. So you can't do butter either, then, right? No, okay. I was gonna say because you almost do the bulletproof coffee for the you can't do the butter, for, then you're out of that for the last week. For the for the <laughs> for the three weeks, I think butter is gonna be okay because you do have to have some kind of a lubricant when you're cooking your meat in pans. So that'd stuff. be good with your coffee. And butter is more acceptable than like olive oil. I would say hot sauce is probably hot acceptable. sauce is literally from a plant. Yeah, but salt is like salt you know, is not from a plant. Salt I know, is a mineral. Okay, whatever. Like I said, you set the rules and we follow yeah, them. Yeah, that's unfortunate for me too because I like hot sauce. Yeah. But for veg- for the vegetarian month, go crazy. You can have yeah. as much hot sauce as you want. But also, you got to think, hot sauce is one of those things that could be an irritant. Yeah. <clears throat> so you got to think of the carnivore diet as a as an elimination diet because that's what it's truly meant to be. Yeah. So the idea is you get rid of all the things that can cause like gastrointestinal problems. And you you just get rid of them, right? <clears throat> so, no no plants, no anything other. Dairy, than that's <laughs> why dairy is a big one. Yeah, because um, dairy's dairy gives a lot of intolerances. And I read that the idea is that they claim whether or not it's true or not, who knows? They claim that this is how you're supposed to eat. So you've been starved your whole life. So it's all eat as much as you want. Yes, there's no calorie counting allowed in carnivore. Yeah, you just have to eat within the diet. And that you are expected to eat more when you start because your body is craving the nutrients. So I'm planning on, I just got a chest freezer for Christmas, early Christmas, because this, nice. this is recorded pre-Christmas every month. Yes. <clears throat> um, well, it's going to release either today no, or that's tomorrow, true. So it's going to be it'll, This Christmas. is going to be our Christmas Eve episode. Yeah. So uh, I got a chest freezer for Christmas. I plan on plugging that son of a gun in, and I'm going to go to Tops this week, and I'm going to probably call ahead <laughs> and have them or package least, up. Or at least go in in the morning and talk to the butcher in the morning and have yeah, them cut up a it, bunch of steaks. Exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <clears> to <throat> pre-order. I don't, have to, I don't care if I have to prepay or whatever. I'm going to pre-order probably 20 to 40 steaks. Yeah. Because it's six ninety nine a pound for porterhouse and certain New York strip, it's not bad. Yeah, and um, I'm gonna need it. 
I mean, and when I do, when I go keto all the time, and I go, I mean, I go heavy beef a lot anyway. Yeah. But I run a lot of the beef tenderettes. Yeah, those are awesome. Buy those and like the sandwich steaks, man. And that's all I put on them is salt usually anyway. Yeah. So. I, I usually run mine with a little bit of cheese. I'll, I'll put a little dash of like mozzarella or cheddar or whatever mm-hmm. shredded well, cheese. Well, on the tenderettes. Well, tenderettes, yeah. I mean, but the sandwich steaks. Yeah. I'll take those and I'll put them in a Tupperware. I'll put them in my refrigerator or my tractor. And just snacks on them all day long. Uh, yeah, I'm a probably the the one thing I'm not sure about. I still have to do a little research. Is jerky? Yeah, because I love jerky, but it has a lot of stuff in it. A lot yeah, of times, they I put, think it's like, going to be tough to find the jerky that fits. I think that you have you to, almost have to do it yourself. So I did snag a couple bags of venison jerky from my father-in-law that he makes homemade, and that's just well. You got to also remember too. They said that you should not be snacking on the carnivore diet. Yeah, but I can make a meal out of a bag of venison jerky. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, if you're going to sit down for a meal, you might as well have a steak. Well, again, steak is going to be tough when I'm sitting at work. So Why? You just preheat it. Well, what I'm preheat thinking I, what I'm thinking I'm going to do, because steak requires you to bring a steak knife and a fork and a plate. Be a true carnivore. Pick it up with your hands and bite exactly. it. Exactly. So what I'm thinking I'm going to probably he's, end up doing. He's a wuss. He's not going to do that. What I'm thinking I'm going to probably end up doing <laughs> is uh, is making like <laughs> making like uh, probably five or six pounds of ground beef into patties on Sunday. Yes, and just cooking them up. Um, I might even just throw them in the oven and like let them just cook up, bake up in the oven, and then throw those in little baggies one at a time, mm-hmm. individually wrapped. And then at the beginning of the day, if I don't have anything to bring to work with me from the like for leftovers or something, mm-hmm. just chuck those in my car and. Take Here's a, a couple trick patties too with the patties. Is make sure you make them a little bit rarer than you want. Yeah. Them. So that when you so microwave, when you microwave, because that's I learned that when I used to meal but prep. A bunch. To be honest with you, a dried out microwave Hamburg kind of tastes good to me sometimes. Like we Ryan and I do this all the time, where we have a fully cooked patty that had cheese on it before. Right, you put that in the microwave for like forty-five seconds to a minute, depending on the power of the microwave, and that cheese that was on there becomes like a caramelized juice at the bottom, and, and there's no remember, cheese left. You, you have no cheese, and then you slap the cheese. I know, I'm just saying what we do: mm. slap another slice of cheese <laughs> on there and put it in for another fifteen, twenty seconds, let that melt, and then by the time you eat that patty, it's so overcooked that like it caramelizes to the cheese at the bottom. It tastes so good. Or if you want to be real sloppy. Before you put that other slice of cheese on top, you take a nice healthy chunk of Velveeta. Oh God! Put that put on the burger, the and then put the American cheese on, so you have a pocket of Velveeta when you cook it. I don't think there's any wonder why we're all overweight. <laughs> so one thing that I'm actually looking forward to that I that I am pretty sure I can have is like I said, I think blue cheese is good because mm-hmm. it's like a crumbly cheese. Like I think feta is good too. But um, if I can have blue cheese, I can throw blue cheese on my burgers, and I freaking love blue cheese on burgers. Yeah. I like it. I prefer it with black pepper or with hot sauce, but even without those two things, blue cheese on a burger is freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My downfall is I love a sriracha on a burger. Oh, yeah. So during the during the vegetarian month, I think it's going to be actually easier to find food to eat. Oh, yeah, definitely, because you can go anywhere and get yeah. vegetarian. I mean, you can stuff. you can eat Chinese, you can eat uh, you can eat Japanese, you can eat pretty much anywhere, yeah. I can go yeah. to Burger King and get a vegetarian I think meal. The trick with, now. I think the trick with vegetarian will be trying to eat, eat healthier. Healthy. Yeah. Because the thing with carnivore... Because you can have a cheese pizza, and that's... Yeah. that's you're good the to hard go. part is when you get vegan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because then you can't have cheese. Anything yeah. that comes from an animal at all is out. Yes. Yeah. 
And that becomes very, very tricky. Yeah, that's have, why I want to up my uh, vegetable and bean game. Because that's what a lot of them say. It's like, you just get a shit ton of beans and that's your protein. Oh, source. I forgot to tell you, this is a great thing I've been saving for the podcast. I talked with Wee okay. about vegetarianism, okay? And he it's almost part of his religion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because I don't know if you know, my, my cube mate Wee is Buddhist and vegetarian. Yes. Yep. Um, and, uh, he's been vegetarian for 20 years. So he's, let's say, experienced in being vegetarian. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, he explained to me, I, I was asking him a couple questions about, you know, vegetarianism and Buddhism and, um, you know, just a couple things. And he, he said, think about this. He says, when you put meat in water, what happened? And he said, happen. I'm going to, I'm going to say it just like he would say it. Meat sink. Meat sink. Okay. What happened when you put vegetable in water? They float. Veg- veggie float. He said, this is what they do in your body. When you eat meat, chi go down. When you eat veggie, chi go up. So he said, you eat veggie and you meditate. This is good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all for it, man. Um, he, so he also offered to teach us how to meditate. Dude, I'd be down if we want to go out someday. And he lives in Brewerton, so and I'm going to his house not this weekend, this weekend, this weekend. Well, tell him I'm down. All I'm right. all for loon, learning about the Buddhist stuff. I told you there's a temple in Frankfurt. Yeah, so I thought it'd be I thought it'd be kind of cool to like. It's just cool to meet people with something it. that's like different. Yeah, like you're. I say you're not going to find people around here. Non-Western like that. religion. Yeah, yeah, it's just interesting. It's different. Well, there was a monastery out by where I used to deliver swan food, too. Oh, yeah? That was... Yeah. That was a dangerous job for somebody who loves to eat frozen food. Yeah, that was not oh. a good job for me. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like, um... You know, all people Christmas were, was every day. I was mm-hmm. lucky that I lost all the weight and was really strict when I worked at an Italian restaurant. Because all I wanted to do was get pasta and take it home for dinner. <laughs> yep. And, oh, my God. It, like if I had if I worked there now I would balloon up balloon, uh, I would balloon up to probably like four or five hundred pounds I would get pasta every night <laughs> you would have with to garlic bread you would be delivering people's food on your rascal yeah here's yeah. your pasta buddy <laughs> can, I, can I help you that little <laughs> and that was the hard part with that you know job that I had I mean you're driving around and it's ninety five degrees outside. And you have a ton of frozen food, ice cream, everything <laughs> in the back. Yeah, yeah. and so you can just buy it. I'd buy it, but a lot of times I'd buy it so that if I went to somebody's house, I'd, you know, give the kids ice cream sandwiches. Uh-huh. You know, kind of one of those deals. And one then for I, you, two exactly, for me. Exactly. That's how it exactly worked. Here's one for you. Oh, by the way, I'm going to get in the truck. Yep. Well, then, and then on you top used, of that, I used you're to sitting have him, down. I, I used to have him meet me to deliver food to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that's why it works out better now. You know, I can't eat wire. So yeah. we're good now. Yeah. Yes. Well, True. I hope well, you're not back in back there gnawing <laughs> on the wire like some kind of animal. I don't uh, know of any animals that eat wire, Corey. Uh, mice choose mice the wire all the time. But do they eat it? I'm sure they get some of it in their mouth and in their stomach. Fair enough. All right, I'm gonna yeah, start chewing boom. on wire and see how it happens. See what happens. Um, I'm gonna become a metalist. So you've done the keto diet before? Yes. I. That makes. I have issues with the keto diet. And you want to know why? Why? Because the keto diet is very much when you start it. That is what you're stuck with. 
you're pretty much saying that's what I'm going to do for the rest right. of my life. It is. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. Yeah, 100%. and I think that 100 percent people can do it, mm-hmm. and it and I people, have because people. Do. I think you it's healthy. Deny. Yeah, I think it. I think it's healthy, at least better than the standard American diet. The problem is, for people like us, it's so so much of a change that it gets very hard to be sustainable. Yes, and I mean you have to have. The utmost support at home, I think, is yeah. huge. Like if, and that's why I have a hard time with it now as well. Because obviously, I'd be the only one in the household doing it. Yeah. So I'm making meals for myself. Yeah. And everybody in the house is eating something else. That looks Usually delicious. something that I want. Yeah. You know, a oh, great big you guys bowl of brought, pasta. You guys brought you know? home uh, the three party packs full of tacos. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, great. They come home with Taco Bell. They come home. Let with me moles. scrape some meat out of that. So, I so mean, it's, it's yeah. hard. So that's what I told Bryson, and one of the reasons why we're doing this, but when I lost the weight before, I don't know if you ever saw me when I was a lot skinnier, but I lost like 130 pounds, and I was down to 180. Um, All I did when I started, I ate the same shit, I just ate less. Right. And I got that control back, and then for a long time, I could kind of like, if I wanted pizza, I'd eat pizza, I'd just have a slice or two, and I was full. And for me, that is what I'm trying to get back to is I want to make 90% healthy choices during the week and then maybe that one or two meals that's maybe not the best. Right. Because that's the best sustainable thing. Now, if you were super slim and doing some kind of like incredible physical activity, I might say, okay, the keto makes sense. But I think... And it's just me. I mean, I have nothing well, against... The trick is like, well, it everybody's, work. everybody's different. Yeah. And I mean, it always takes a different amount of... You know, and when I did it, it wasn't a 100% keto. I yeah. was kind of a mix between a keto and Atkins. I was kind of staying yeah. in there. I wasn't going high fat. Yeah. But I was going, you know... Low carb. Low sure. carb, high... Uh, absurd amount of protein. Yeah. Which, it is what it is, but... I mean, it was the yeah, first for time I did it, I lost want the pro- protein down a little bit. You want the protein down. It's still higher protein, but not to yeah, where I Fat is it. your number one. Fat is your high. You want a high fat diet. I mean, but I lost 80 pounds oh, when great. I was on that the first time. And then I met my now wife and things got a little lax. Let's say hot and heavy. Hot and heavy. <laughs> hot and heavier than I was before. <laughs> Well, I think that's the thing is that that's the problem with all diets. And I'm talking about vegetarian, I've been, carnivore. I've been yo-yoing for yeah, years. Yeah. I mean, like there to... was a couple solid years there when I had it under control. And it's just a the lifestyle is you make healthy shit. And when you go out to eat, most of the time you order healthy stuff. Right. Now, and maybe you're the same, when I go to like out to eat, it's never, well, I'm going to have the salad. The salad, or I will have a steak, but I'm going to get vegetables. Nope. Yeah. I'll get no steak. I'll get steak with French fries and jalapeno uh, poppers. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Though I'll still, when I go out to like Texas Roadhouse or any kind of a steak place, I'll go out and I'll get the steak. I'll get the broccoli. Yeah. and I'll get the green beans. Mm-hmm. But there's a good chance I'm going to get like rattlesnake bites and stuff exactly. beforehand. Yeah. But you know we go and to, then a couple beers. Right. My wife's favorite restaurant is Olive Garden. Oh, okay. God. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there, you, there is no healthy option I there. I can't. Yeah. We you go can get the antipasta. Fried mozzarella. Lasagna oh, fritters. 
the all the Alfredos, all the spaghetti. Yeah. It's like just you know, give me that taste of Italy. It's what is it, five different pastas? Yep. Yeah. Bring it on. The only thing from Olive Garden that I think is redeeming quality because I, I like Olive Garden, but I could make all that stuff as good as they make it at home. Yeah. So I don't really care about eating the pasta and stuff, but the stuff that they have that I have to have. Number one, when I walk through the door, is fried mozzarella. Yes. Yeah. Because that is the greatest thing that has ever graced the table of an Italian, quote, I'm, I'm air quoting Italian yeah. right now, Italian-ish restaurant. When you take a hunk of mozzarella, bread it, fry it, and then dump Alfredo sauce on it, you had me at hello. Yeah. yeah. There was a restaurant when we were in Hawaii for a honeymoon that was, it was set up just like Olive Garden, but it was like a mom and pop restaurant. And they had something very similar, but it had uh, the Alfredo sauce, and then it had like truffle sprinkled on top of it. Ooh, it was it was very weird. not very for nothing. Good. I've been wanting to just go to the store, grab like one of those big blocks of fresh mozzarella, and just cutting it up into slices, freezing it, breading it, and then making my own homemade fried mozzarella. I have a feeling that'd be way better, even better than oligarch. Well, you got to hurry up. You're going to be on the carnivore diet. So it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm just not going <laughs> to. You got to do it almond flour. And put it in the air fryer. I mean, technically, that would be vegetarian. Yes. So um, I'll just wait until February and I'll do it. So uh, there you go. But yeah, I remember, like, I took you to where I worked. That Italian restaurant was legit Italian. Yeah, Spaghetti Factory. Right? Yeah, and that's just like... We can say you, the name. Yeah. They're, they're, we have good things to say. Yeah, you happens. can't compare Olive Garden to that. I think uh, Avicoli's is oh, yeah. just as yeah, good, if not better. Gosh. Oh, yeah. Avicoli's has gotten top notch. Yeah, Whew. they're... They... I had... And it's still my favorite thing they had. It was only a special. I don't think they have it on their menu. They have a pest, had a pesto, shrimp pesto. Yeah. And it was freaking astonishing. Yeah. Like, their Alfredo's really good. Chicken parm's money. Oh, their chicken parm's dope. I, their riggies are just... Their shrimp riggies. Literally everything. I've not had a dish from there in, since probably three years ago was, that I was disappointed. Yeah. Tony and... What was it? Tony and Rye love the... Uh, uh, Oh, big ziti Sicilian. Hmm. I've not had that. Never had. You know what? Huge fans of that. You know what? Here's a compliment for Avicoli's. I hope you guys listen to the podcast. You, if you don't, you should. Yeah. All right. So, um, when we when we had Grandma's thing, yes. After she passed, we had to get together at our house. My mom's work bought us food, uh, which was very nice. Yeah. By the way, they brought it and everything. It was really really nice. But we thought because her work was in Rome, we thought that they got it from maybe the Franklin. Mm-hmm. Or because we were eating the sausage and peppers, and we were all like, "Oh my god, these are got to be some of the best sausage and peppers any of us have ever had!" Right? So we're like, "Is this Franklin? Is it Savoy? You know what Italian restaurant in Rome did these come from?" So my mom eventually texted him and said, "Hey, where did you get the food from?" Because we wanted to know because yeah. we were going to order those again. Avocolis. Wow, they're meatballs. Yeah, the oh, meatball. No. We had never had their meatballs before, yeah. and it was they bought us meatballs and sausage and peppers. The meatballs were three inches in diameter, and they were freaking amazing. Yeah, my mom always gets spaghetti and meatballs from there. And it's boring, but it's delicious. Well, that's why I get the chicken parm, because their spaghetti's phenomenal. Their sauce is great. And then you throw that chicken in, and you know what? Why don't you just throw a meatball, too? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing, like... Where I used to work, people the, just who knew that just throw pod- meatballs in there and stuff. This podcast is going to turn into an advertisement for an Italian restaurant or town. Now I'm wicked hungry. <laughs> yeah, so we're thanks. All clear. Yeah, I haven't eaten dinner yet. So Neither I'm have thinking, I. Maybe we should order some avocolis after this. I oh, had, uh, no, we can't. 
They're probably closed. I had a oh, deli. Wait, oh, they're closed sandwich. on Sunday. They're open. I think we're getting avocados. Maybe. I don't know about rock. I had a I had a wonderful deli sandwich for a late lunch. Oh yeah, from, from shorties. Yes, yes. And it was phenomenal. Dude, they're, they're so I'm really not amazing. You know, you're not. I, none of us I'm are not, really wasting away. I'm not really <laughs> hungry. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I want pasta. that is a great thing that they're doing at that little deli. Yes, they are. Um, have you been yet? Nope. Phenomenal. I, you need to get down there. I know you're not a big fan of deli meats, but they have more than just deli no, meats. No, I don't mind deli meats, actually. So do you like, I just don't like, like, I'll have a deli meat Do sandwich. you like Rubens? Yeah. I like Rubens. I like turkey clubs. Their Reuben is stuff. really good. So. I had a whole turkey and bacon Ooh. on white bread. It's the, yeah, it's they two to three inches thick. They literally wow. put basic. I I think he told me they put like a half a pound of meat on each sandwich. It's at yeah. least a half a pound. Yeah, they it's I very it's, generous. I think so it's here's the thing I'll say with that. I like my deli meat sandwiches with a good balance. I don't like a ton a ton of oh it takes it's, it's balanced it's, okay because it, I like a very very high quality deli yeah. meat. Well, yeah. I don't like going somewhere and they put so much meat on there and, that that's all you. And taste. here's the kicker: I talked to the guy who owns it. He's a very nice. Yes, guy. he is. Um, and he uh told me that he keeps his prices low because if you look at the deli meat because you can buy the meat from there too mm. and not just get sandwiches which is great mm-hmm. his prices are cheaper than walmart yeah yeah really yeah so like you can buy his roast beef that he makes there he roasts it there homemade and you can buy it for 7.99 a pound it's mm. 10.99 a pound for sh- shit roast beef that comes from freaking california and dad said that he's talking about uh, importing Australian venison in. Yes. And cooking it like his roast he, beef. He already did. He uh, did. Right. Get, he did get some. Uh, it was, was it, well, who was I talking to that got it? I don't know. Uh, somebody, one of my friends actually got it. He roasted venison and made deli meat out of it that he got from a game farm out of Australia. That's legit. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, amazing. I'm all for supporting local um this christmas episode has gone some places well how about we try and rein in a little bit of christmas here oh that's all right we don't need to talk about anything in particular on this podcast that's the whole point of it yeah so we started at christmas and ended on deli meats what's more babbleheads than that yeah but i think we should keep going just a little bit longer christmas all right we're 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 bringing it back what is your worst christmas memory I don't know if I have one. I really have to think about that. I've got one. Um, and I'll start and let you guys yeah, think. Okay. Christmas Day. My father goes out because he got solar panels. Oh, I know this. For thing. their house. So they have a bunch of solar panels. And I mean, he was diligent. Got to clean them off every winter. They got to be clear. We got to get all the power we can get. No matter what, we got to clean these solar panels off. He made this little thing, but he always had to climb up on a ladder to reach the top, get the snow off the solar panels. So he goes out Christmas morning. I got to clean off the solar panels. I'm like, Dad, we just opened gifts. Can't you wait? Like, and I was older. Um, I think I was in college. And I'm like, can't you just wait? Like, why? And he's like, got to get that, that solar energy. He goes out there. Comes back in a little while later, and my mom asked him to get something. And it was something really simple, like, can you bring up this thing out of the laundry? And he's like, no, I can't. And we're like, and my mom gets like, well, what do you mean you can't? And he's like, he's like, I can barely stand. And I look down there, and he's like, all woozy and stuff. He's like, I fell off the roof and hit my head, cleaning off the solar panels. 
because the he went up and was standing on the top of the ladder and he was pushing and it tipped and slipped and he fell and hit his head on the concrete. So I'm like, holy shit. So I go outside and you can see where the ladder still was on the ground where he hit and you see circles where he fell a couple more times because he just he had to have had Delirious, a concussion. Yeah. And it was like, so we're freaking out. So my mom rushes him to the ER on Christmas Day. Just because, and guess what? Doesn't touch the solar panels anymore. Will not get up on all that. <laughs> well, do you blame the guy? No. I, no. I wouldn't have done it in the first and, place. And he goes, he goes, how about you clean those solar panels for me? And I'm like, hell no. I would have. <laughs> I would have. boom lift. Let's go. I would have installed a heater that uses all the solar energy <laughs> yeah. to clean the solar panels. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, no thanks. The light bounces through and you get enough solar energy. I don't <laughs> think good. cleaning them off We're good. It's the much. same as if it's overcast outside. You're fine. But yeah, yeah that's probably my worst Christmas memory. I, Dude, if I'm being honest, I don't have a bad Christmas memory. I guess you're lucky then. I mean, the worst thing that's ever happened on our Christmases is when we were a little younger driving home from Albany and Ryan wanted to punch me in the head. That was, yeah, yeah. That was like the only things. And those aren't even bad. They're actually well, hilarious. It's a sibling, sibling thing. Yeah, I mean everybody has to go through that. I guess if you once don't, or if twice. you never, I mean you, I get it. One understand, but if at any point in time you didn't want to kick your kick your sibling's ass, something's wrong. Yeah, I guess you're doing something wrong. Yeah. All right. So best Christmas story. This is all really tough. These are tough. Oh stuff. my god. They all, see, it doesn't what, have to be you know the what, best. You know Just what, think of a good. You know one. what the best Christmases are? What? Watching all the kids. Open their presents on Christmas, yeah. man. Yeah, it's that is so true. rewarding. Yeah. I think I I think I like that better than actually. I, I don't stuff. want presents. Yeah, you know, I remember. Let's be honest. We all buy ourselves presents all year. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. You know, if I want something, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna buy it. Right. Yeah. So my wife gets very pissed. Yeah. When she's Christmas like, "What do you want around. for Christmas?" I'm I already like, have everything. Nothing. I buy everything I want, <laughs> yeah. and then she buys me something, and I. It turns out I had already bought it. Yeah. <laughs> For myself, and she didn't realize that, and, you know, then we have our little, our maritals. Yeah. But, you know, it, the best thing is watching the kids open the presents on Christmas morning. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing, is there's that age where it flips, where you don't care so much about getting the presents as it's giving the presents. Right. And I don't know when that happened, but it did happen. Yeah, happened like, I remember, and I'm sure you guys did something similar growing up, where you have the gift exchange at Christmas. On my mother's side... The gift exchange always used to be you buy something for everybody. So it was a lot. We don't do it anymore now that we have like everybody's married except me (laughs) or has a significant other. So it got to the point where you're buying 20, 30 gifts. Right. So they're like, okay, we're stopping that. But I remember when it was just like my parents and her, my mom's siblings and their kids, it was manageable. And I remember the first year where I wanted to buy gifts for everybody. And sure, they were only a couple bucks, but I remember how excited I was to hand out those gifts. So, here's an interesting tidbit. Uh Our family, for Christmas, has always done a thing that it turns out is weird. Okay. Um, We take turns. We don't just go and grab grab presents and start opening them. Uh Uh-huh. We pass out presents one by one in the order of youngest to oldest, and we each watch each other open every gift. To make it last. So That's instead cool. of Christmas morning lasting 10 minutes and everyone rips everything open and it's a madhouse, our Christmas lasts like an hour. 
Yeah. And That's we get nice. to actually all enjoy each other's reactions. We do the white elephant now, where everybody brings like a generic gift, and then somebody opens it, and you can trade and all that junk. So we do that now. Hmm. So that makes it last a while, but back in the I day... I thought that the whole thing where we all took turns was like everyone did that, no. until I went loose into the world and realized that no one does that. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm talking back in the day when you'd get a present from everybody, and you had like minimum like 10 gifts it took forever just to pass them all out it was like a one to two hour process right like i know with tony's family we all everybody in the family you know draws a name out of a hat yep you know you mm-hmm. get one present about 40 bucks yeah a piece you know i always ask for gift cards yeah because and i'll tell you why this year when we were getting ready to move from you know house to house <clears throat> we had a little bit of financial struggle, and we're getting tight. Well, as, I, as I'm cleaning out my nightstand, oh, oh yeah, I found like three years worth of gift cards that were not used yet, and they're all Visa gift cards, oh, mind yeah. you. Nice. I add these things up, I had over three hundred dollars. That's awesome. And Visa gift cards. So it's like, well, Tony needs gas in her car. Here's a fifty dollars gift card. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, Haley, Haley needs some school supplies. Here's this gift card. Oh, by the Perfect. way, quick shout out. Happy birthday to Haley today. Oh, 17. happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Haley. Yeah. Not that you're probably going to hear this. Although... She will know. That, that's no, right. She will have to. She's going to have to. We're going to listen to it on the way to Albany tomorrow. Oh, oh there you go. That's good. I won't be in that car. <laughs> right? Well, we probably... Are we going to take the Traverse and the Infinity? Uh, we might. I don't know if we're going to take the Traverse and the Infinity or the Infinity and the Forester. If we take the Traverse, I have to change the oil... Tomorrow. Oh, well, then in that case, tomorrow morning, I will be cleaning a Forester. (laughs) I was like, we talked, me and mom talked about that quick today. That's fine. I don't mind. I just got to vacuum it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to drive a dirty car to Albany. I am lucky that for the Christmas season, I rarely have to travel because my family's all right here. Um, There are a couple outliers that have moved away. So this year, actually, we have to drive the furthest we've ever had to on Christmas Day Instead of, well, second for this, we're going to Utica. Um, we used to go over to Remsen every like four or five years because they alternate who hosts. Right. But um, usually it's just right on the same road. <laughs> well, I guess in Albany this year, or Schenectady, it's going to be Aunt Tony's apartment, apartment complex. Yeah. They have a community room uh-huh. and a theater. So like the kids can go down and play games, watch movies in the theater. That's cool. You know, and we'll see. She rented out the whole space. So it's, um, you know, it should be nice. So we, when we go to Albany, apparently we decide let's take the two most expensive cars to drive in the world <laughs> yeah. because both of them take premium and both of them get like 20 miles to the gallon. Well, the Forester? Yeah, dude. I, I didn't know that takes premium and was bad on gas. Not all of them take premium and are bad on gas, but ours is and bad. does. Yeah. Cause you're the turbo. Yeah. Jeez. It's not terribly bad. Usually on the throughway. If I'm if I baby it, I can average like twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, I mean, that's our, what I get in my car. That's because you are a lead foot. The Traverse does not take premium fuel, but it gets worse fuel mileage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. And actually, I found out from Dad that he's been putting non premium in the Infinity. Well, I mean, he doesn't run premium in anything anymore. He doesn't run in the Mustang either. Well, the Mustang doesn't require it. Like my, and you open the thing, and it says premium fuel. Right. It technically, it says recommended. It doesn't say required. Like the old Mercedes, 
that Dad had. Santa's sleigh, on the other hand, does take premium fuel. Yes, Santa's sleigh requires the premiumest of reindeer farts to go. Yeah. So who's gonna be you're gonna be tracking the uh, sleigh tomorrow night? Uh, I can't say that I will be because I'll be driving the Forester, from what I've heard. Let the wife drive. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be white knuckling it the whole way. Um, is Graydon at that age where he's interested in all that stuff yet? No. Yeah. Although we did take him to breakfast with Santa at the Tabor Legion, uh-huh. and he was like, "Hi, Santa!" Like he knew. I didn't. I had never told him who Santa was, but you know what? As long as he's not petrified, that's yeah. a plus. No, he wasn't. He's not scared of a lot of things. He's scared of certain things. My dogs. Dogs in general. Oh, he's oh, he's, he's scared terrified of, of my dog. Riker's probably the reason why he's scared of dogs. No, <laughs> no, because when Graydon was little and Riker was a puppy, they got along just fine. Right, but then Riker grew quick and Graydon <laughs> didn't, and then Riker started. But then we kept him. him apart. He's no Riker's not. Is that Riker? Although Ryan's dogs nip. Well, uh, one did one particular dog. She needs nippage. an attitude adjustment sometimes. Yeah. That's so the, Riker does mouth, but he doesn't nip. It's super, super hilarious <laughs> to see Ryan's dog because the dog is a spite peer. Oh no! Yeah. So she she'll she'll look you dead in the eyes and piss on the couch. But you know what's funny? Now she's in doggy diapers. <laughs> yes. So uh, you walk. I go in. and I go. Uh, oh, there's no dignity left. <laughs> uh, she looks up at you like, kill me. Kill me. <laughs> she hates it. What's that dog? She she's a chihuahua. Oh well, that's you gotta kick she's that a pretty thing big. She's curb. a pretty big chihuahua. She is. She mixed or something? Or she, I, I think she has a lot in her. But Gracie is she's a ball of fire. Yeah, and she's she's a German short hair pointer. Yeah, beagle, lab. I think she has some pit in there because her face and, looks like. But pit. she has the same coloring as Riker. Well, the looks German like silver short hair pointer is. Uh, Related to the Weimaraner. Yeah. There's a German short hair They pointer, actually do look the Weimaraner, a little alike. And I can't remember. I always forget the third one. But those three are the same German kind of breed. Right. And she's small, like a mini lab almost. But, you know, I love her coloring. Yeah. Like that silver. Yeah, that, yeah. It's, uh, the, so what's weird is everybody thinks Riker is a silver lab. Because he's a Weimaraner, and I can't—I don't know for certain, but I believe that's how they got the silver labs. Is yeah, they bred so. yep. a Weimaraner with a uh, lab, and uh, his coloring is actually technically blue, right? Um, if you go by AKC, whatever. But the problem is fancy the charcuterie board of dogs. If if I understand, people love the color of the dog, but the problem is that they get a lot of health issues because you're breeding a dog that doesn't necessarily have that barrel chest with one that does. Right. And it can cause a lot of issues. Right. Because you like they'll none of them look exactly the same because it's kind of like what do I do with all these things that are different? <laughs> so that I I've learned a lot about dogs when I was looking for mine and that uh I'm not one of those adopt don't shop peoples cuz that's just ridiculous. And that's going to probably get us a little bit of hate if anybody listens to wow. this. Why? Wow. What? Nothing. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I agree. Adoption is of pets is great. I do think that there but, should be less breeding. 
Yes, because people just because there idiots. is overbreeding and people yeah. just puppy farming. just look at puppy well, farms are yeah are puppy bad. farms are bad. But like I can get behind some of the you know like if you're doing like a small breed yeah, yeah. you know well like, one friends of mine were breeding mastiffs yeah, yeah. that's a little different yeah. you're bringing some big couple, creatures into the world a couple of mastiffs here and there it's not like yeah. they're bringing in it's trying to sell. 50 master yeah. puppies. So, like, uh, if you look, the best example is golden retrievers. Yes. They're everywhere, and they're all dying at, like, 10 to 12. And it's because they're not selective breeding. They're just, how many mass breeding. puppies can I turn out here because they're cute, and then in 10 years they're getting cancer and dying. Right. So, like, that's why... Or less. Or less. Yeah, or less. And that's the thing is, if you look at Weimariners, their, like, average lifespan is 15 because they don't... Ha- haven't been bred with those things in them. I mean, it's the same as my favorite breed, rots. Yep, Rottweilers are getting bad awesome. at six, seven years. You know, yeah, being yep. medical problems and they're out. Yeah, because everybody likes the look of them, and so they breed them, breed them, breed them, and then you might because back in the day, what good breeders do is they looked at the lineage, the medical history. Yep. Um, actually, the golden we got, Tucker, she was part of a trial. They the our vets actually were thinking about breeding their dogs, and then after like a couple of years, they were going to start again. But one of their dogs, I think, passed away from cancer, and they said, "Okay, that we're not going to breed him again." Right. So that was the thing. Is it something where that's what they used to do? Is were these dogs healthy for the lifespan? Yes or no. And when they did the test, they found out. You know what? It's not the best. End they of the stopped. day, the problem is Christmas. People All try, the puppies. People trying oh. to get puppies. For oh yeah, that that's just disgusting. Like the more I look at it, because it's like that's not. Yeah, you shouldn't gift unknowingly an animal to anyone. That's such like a huge f you. If you're gonna do it, make it a pony. <laughs> Oh, Sack yeah. up, yeah, make it yeah. a horse. Just like, if you're going to do it, just go all the just way. do it. Make it a baby grizzly bear. I have gotten you, son, a pet kraken. Yeah. Because look in the backyard. There's a giant saltwater tank. The thing is 20 feet long. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Because it's like, you're looking at at least a 10-year commitment. We, we feed it wooden ships. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. With a uh, kraken, that, your, your ch- children's children are going to be dealing with that thing. But, uh, but then yeah. you would gain the benefit of three generations of your family being able to say, release the crack. You've gone on a real <laughs> Here tangent. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. But gone. the thing with like somebody getting a puppy, like or sales puppy. for puppies at Christmas skyrocket. But guess what skyrockets after Christmas? Returns of puppies? Puppies going into. Yeah. The, the, the return of shelters. Puppies. Yes. The, the equivalent of returning a puppy. Yeah. And that's just because. You can't flush. People so does that mean prepared. the best time to get a puppy is in January, February? February? I don't, from a shelter? Yes. I, my personal, probably, but my personal feeling is if you want a puppy, find a breeder, find a breed for the purpose you want. Don't just be like, like, I got Riker because he met the criteria that I wanted. Like, I wanted a dog that's active and runs because I don't want a little dog that's just... Not going to do that. I like playing fetch with him. I like letting him run through the woods. That's what I want in a dog. Um, but they also um, are great companion dogs. So, like, they're... Because they have the best farts. Yeah. 
they're, they're, that'll just kill you dead. <laughs> yep. But um, they're like there's stories of like when they're created is back in the day when they were used for hunting. They talked about the fact that and it was extremely rare that they would have hunting dogs that also came into the home because of how they trained them. You know, back in the day, hunting dogs, you basically used them for hunting and that's it. You know, these guys, they actually have accounts of like German people bringing the dogs in and that was like a highlight of the breed see i like dogs that were bred for other reasons like my favorite small breed is the king charles cavalier spaniel and uh they were they were actually bred so the reason why they exist in the first place is because they were meant for royalty They, they would be given to princes princesses kings queens to lay on their lap and attract the fleas off of the kings and queens. So they were literally flea bags. Yeah. So they would hand you the dog. The dog would get all of your fleas. And then <laughs> the dog would go away. So the dog was bred to cuddle people and take their fleas. See, like, I always had a draw to the Irish wolfhounds. Yeah. So that's a cool dog. Yeah, they're awesome. And they're massive. You know, they're out there to hunt wolves. Yeah. I mean, that, how cool well, is that? guess my dog was bred to hunt... Uh, <clears throat> Bears. Uh, that's awesome. And, uh, and all he and does deers. is sit in the living room and fart on Corey's face. No. That's Merry Christmas, Grace Dad. does, too. Uh-huh. Well, I, I keep meaning to train him to hunt birds, but I don't know if I'll ever get to it. Because it makes me nervous just because, like, I would take other people with me. And I just don't like the idea of, like, trusting someone else with my dog with that. It, it's <clears throat> mainly because... No one in my family does it. Right. And that's tough for me. Because, like, if I wanted to go deer hunting, I'd just go up to my uncle and be like, hey, I'm interested in getting into deer hunting. Where do I start? With this, there's nobody I trust that much to be like, hey, I'm willing to put my dog in a position where I'm going to be firing down range above him. Where do well, I start? Right. I mean, well, a lot of times when the dog, you don't, you're not shooting over the dog's back. The, you, the dog goes after you shoot. No, so you shoot and tell the dog to retrieve. No, that's well, not that's, that's, bird hunting. No, that's he different. finds that's, the dogs. Oh, you're talking. The, the I'm talking dog, not necessarily yeah. just like that's bird. like Chris. Yeah, his dog Onyx. Now, granted, you have to start training that dog when when he's they're a puppy, this big. Yeah, to be to <clears> be <throat> as good as a lot of people want him. There are people like Riker is now almost two years old. He can be trained to do it because it's in his nature. He's gonna go find them. However, he might not be as stellar. He's not going to be an Olympic athlete. <laughs> no, he's not. But the big thing is you want to get him used to that gunshot. Yes, because that's the thing is if... That's the big yeah, thing. You and need to be calm under that bang. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because right. a lot of dogs, you'll do that and bull. Because I've seen a lot... Of, I've seen. I've not seen a lot of people quote, bird hunting, mostly yeah. duck and goose and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's what you'll see a lot of people shoot. Then you say... You use yeah. the command word, whatever yeah. it is, you know... Go retrieve like, whatever. I know Chris's dog. We're we're down at camp. Yeah, he'll take that, like the duck toy, yeah. and he'll toss it off the bank. Now it's a probably a ten foot drop to the water off yeah. the bank, and he'll throw that thing out in the canal, fish creek, and Onyx will sit there and lay down, and he's like shaking, waiting, yeah. <laughs> like come on, come on, say the word, and he's like go get it, and he comes off that top of that cliff, yeah. boop, gone. Yeah, it's Splash. it's amazing, and that my big thing is. You know, a guy at work actually does the bird hunting and he had me contact somebody about it. And the guy was really nice. And that's what he said. He goes, whatever you do, 
If you're interested in doing it and you want to come to me, never fire a gun around that dog until I've seen him. Right. Because he knows how to introduce it. Most people, they're like, well, it's time to train the dog how to do it. Boom. They have him sit next to him and they go, boom, the dog takes off and that's it. Because the dog's forever the scared start. of the gunshot. Yep. And, um, but yeah, that bird hunting like that is pretty fascinating because it's just like the bird, the dog goes, finds the birds and then bam. So Christmas, let's wrap this thing up in a bow, put some wrapping paper on it, tie it off, set it under the tree. His, his like, okay, it's time to wrap up. <laughs> yeah. He has no subtlety. Here, it's let me just put a little elbow deep. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I was going to put some stuff on my arm and smooth it out, but let's just shove it in there. Yeah. I'm not about finesse. I've never claimed to be. <laughs> All right. So Christmas, we talked about a lot. This was your first podcast. What'd you um, think? I'm sure you'll be it back. It was fun. You sure you'll come back. back, be a guest again? I would. Are you going to listen to your own episode? I am definitely going to listen <laughs> yeah. to my episode as soon as it drops. Yeah. Well, I'll, my, I might send it to you pre-release. Oh, there so you go. you can go. listen to it a little bit early. That's but it's probably special. just going to go up tonight. Because nope. I'm probably going to go home, edit this, and then immediately post it. I think you should set it to schedule for tomorrow morning, Christmas Eve, and it'll be a Christmas Eve gift to all of the listeners. Listener, he, listener? He, he thinks he's clever. He's not clever. <laughs> yeah, look at him. Like, you can't give it to him because he's just trying way too hard. But, yep, so that's been our surprise yeah, Christmas episode. Surprise. Mm. I think that's it. Yeah, I think this is when we say bye to everybody. Later. Later. See you guys. Can't do it. Can't do it. it. That's all right. That's enough silencio. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll start it. Silence.